Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Dating Intelligence, the podcast where we give relationship advice from dating to marriage and everything else in between. And always with the goal of helping you to continuously be the best you at all times. So if you're looking for real honest advice to help you navigate your relationships, we've got you covered. We've got you covered. All right, guys. Hello. Hello. Another episode. I Hi. feel like I'm missing a word. No, you're, you're just, you're <laughs> on. You're always on. This is, this remember, right. this is yours now. You yeah. got this girl. Hey guys, another episode of Dating Intelligence with Sticky Paw Studios here in Las Vegas. Welcome, welcome. And Jamie's just banging Jeez. her water slash coffee, whatever she's drinking. But I'm not even going to ask you already because you got something in your mouth right now. So mm. I'm kidding. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. So I'm going to just start this one off today by saying that um, I was recently at um, Babes in Toyland at the charity event in Los Angeles, which was a lot of fun. And I missed you being there with me on the runway and the red carpet and all that stuff. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to do this by myself. I'm going to support, like, I'm going to just, Jamie and I, she's, You're gonna she's rally. Me. And I tried to get out there in like 45 minutes, but I was there for like probably three hours. You really? would not have approved of that, actually. Oh, no. No, but I was having so much fun. I don't know if uh, George has some clip, uh, uh, video of what's going on, but this oh, is me on the, uh, Look at you. Uh, on, the red, on the red carpet right now, walking the walk, trying to do my thing, my outfit. Um, but it was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, Michael Sartain was hosting. He did a great job. They had, and uh, a lot of the girls were there that we knew there were some from our, who were on our show. Yeah. Um, Steve Fowler put on a great uh, charity event. He always does. Are, are you wearing Ron Thompson? I am wearing Ron Thompson, yes. I love and Ron I Thompson. And I saw a giving key. I did have my giving key on. Oh, Thank you very much yeah. for admitting that. I'm wearing that. giving key today, too. Oh, okay. They sent me this cross. Wow. Hello, giving key. Yeah. Great. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Great, great thing. Um, and our guest today, I'm going to jump into him as well real fast because I know that he, I, this is how I met him, was at the, actually the Ron Thompson fashion show. I remember. <laughs> I remember you saying that. So I was that. like, we are front row. And yeah. I was like, who is this guy? You know, he's, he's always dressed so dapper stuff, but I'm going to I'm gonna lead him in right now. So okay. our guest today is not only larger than life because of his amazing personality, but he is living extra large in all aspects of his, of his day-to-day life with his fashion brand, Truth Black, a lifestyle brand cultivated by icons for icons. Cons, where fashion sees no gender. He also keeps us up to date on all the best of trends in fashion and travel with his website, Parker XL. This guy is always on the go and has finally taken a moment to land on our show. Please welcome Chris Parker to the show. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to be here today. <laughs> Parker, <laughs> what's up, man? Thanks for coming out. Yeah, of course. You're, thank you for having me. You are always dressed to the nines, I tell you. You're well, what would a fashion icon dress like? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Good one. <laughs> so what is this that you're wearing today? Right now is actually one of our tracksuits from my brand, Truth Black. And then um, I have two brands and I have Lack of Head which is my second brand and it's just all headwear Love so basically hats. I'm fitted down in my brand for the most part great Love great it. yeah you like I met him with an amazing hat on and just like just amazing suit on and I was like I have to talk to this guy and I yeah. just and, and you're by the way and not only that just your energy is so infectious as it is anyway so thank you, thank I'm you. glad you're here did yes. he approach you out of the blue um, yeah. What did he yeah. say to you? I, I don't he, say anything. I, oh, no, don't even look at him. I think he started the conversation with, I would love to be your sugar daddy. And oh, I, was I knew like, it. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I don't know how to answer this. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So no, I'm just kidding. No, he started the conversation with like, oh, I love your style. Like, you know, tell me about yourself. And then he was telling me about how he had this amazing podcast. And I was like, oh, I would love to come on, on the show. You know? Yeah. So yeah. And then it started from there. Um, and that seed was planted. And now it's been a couple of months. Mm -hmm. And here I am. Yep. Yeah. Which, by the way, he 
we had to say it proceeded with us filming like like selfies of us all together and everything oh, as yes, well. Yes, so yes, which was yes. great. Uh-huh. I know. Right outside of the the thing you like I was like the cars are arriving. Yeah, it was a mess, but it was fun. Yeah. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Cool. It was a great show. Yeah, a great show. Was that your first time at one of their shows? Ron Thompson show, yes. Yeah, yeah it was okay. my first time at the show because I'm in their place of business all day long, mm-hmm. anyways, as it is. So. I remember you mm-hmm. saying no one's taking my fucking seat. No, they are not. I, I tell you, man, my brought us up there. Parker's sitting across where in his chair, and I was like, uh-uh, no way. We are we are front row on yes. this show. So it was a good show. Very yeah, good show. Yeah. 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 And you're like, once again, so this is all of your Truth Black. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. Truth Black and Lack of Heads. So all right. Well, it's tell brands. us about that. Tell us, by the way, we're going to backtrack. Tell us about your start, Parker, because you're just such an amazing, phenomenal person. Yes. Anyway. I mean, I've had a start. I've been, I've had like a very, you know, long yet um, short career because I still am very young, but it's been very long because I started off at 15, 16 years old professionally. So um, I started off, I had jewelry. I used to make jewelry for like little Chucky. At the time he was a little Wayne's protege. Mm-hmm. And that came out of nowhere. Um, but then my cells blew up. I used to make these like little cross bracelets and it like blew up out of nowhere. Then like I start focusing back on like, you know, being a being a kid, right? And then shortly after that, I ended up getting um, an opportunity to work with Jay Balvin and like dressing him. Um, and I was working with this artist named Shion at the time also. And she was a Serbian like pop star essentially. And then later on, like a couple of months later, I get an email from um, Lizzo's team, 30 Tigers. Nice. And they were like, oh, we love for you to work with our client and they were like you know we don't really have that much of a budget blah 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 blah. and i'm like a kid you know i graduated early so i was like start taking classes um at uh st paul college at the time and i was just like oh okay and so i ended up working with her and i really believed in her and then it just kind of has been just like up and up since then um and i had have a magazine still called fom magazine um and so with that also i was having a lot of placement in my city like working with macy's glamorama um and being exposed to all these different people getting a chance to interview shakira jason derulo um and so i started getting to the correspondent work and it was just like it just just kept boiling over boiling over boiling over and then at some point i decided to go to europe to like focus on my creative directing portfolio i did that for about a year and then i jumped to los angeles and went homeless the first few (laughs) months of living there um and yeah it's been like you know it's been years now since i've been there but yeah it's just been an up and up journey but um yeah so i've had a long you know, career, and it's been in multiple different directions, but primarily my background is in marketing, branding with the creative side of it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. And with your um, with your website, Parker XL, I mean, you you're always have to keep up with all the trends. Most yes. definitely. Well, you don't have to keep up with the trends okay. when you set them, right? Oh, oh. So, ah. I like that. I like so, how you So, that. yeah, you know, yeah. it's really, I mean, because for me, I'm a person that I don't really like labels and also don't like following um, trends because trends are for people that don't have a mind of their own, okay. right? And so... Um, I do think that there is a certain thing, a such thing such as following like um, an aesthetic, right? So like Pantone does like a color. Yep. They do like their colors and they release their colors for the seasons. So that's cool, right? You can do something like that, but like you're not going to tell me I can't wear a mesh shirt because it's out of season, it's out of trend, right? Right. You're not going to tell me I can't wear, you know, a three a three button suit because it's you know it's out of trend. Um, so I think within a mix of things, I try to always mix my items with the highs and lows because I know that you know who's watching me is not someone that can afford you know a two thousand dollars suit. Right. I you know it's a mix of people. Some people can afford a two thousand dollars suit, and some of them can't. And I just want to show people that you can have style. And you can also live a lifestyle at any budget, right? right? So you can do glamorous things. You can do glamorous trips. You may have to plan them out a little bit further out, right? You might have to do it right. off season, but you can still have those highlighted moments that you see these people that make seven figures a year have. 
Right. Yeah. I like that. Can I wear white after Labor Day? Yes. You can wear whatever you want. Listen. <laughs> That's what I always say. Yeah. I hate I, it when people say that. I know. That. I don't That's know the, how that started, the by dumbest the dumbest rule. Right. But I agree with you because I, I feel like I have my own aesthetic and my own style. And it's one of those things where, like you said, I feel like once you lock it in and where you can be kind of expensive, kind of like low in, it just matches up to where it is. But I just, I always, I, I know my look and I know what I want to wear. And I always try to think outside the box. Like I love hats. I love tracksuits. But I also like things that I know it's me. Yeah. And when I'm out in it, I know that people are going to be like, wow, I like what you're wearing. Right. 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 As well. And you have your own little personal style, but you, you know, I feel like you, um, you love like your high end dresses, which you look always amazing and beautiful in because you're always on the <laughs> yeah. carpet all the time. So you must have a closet. It's a, it's a huge closet. I donated a lot of it because let's face it. Once you wear it on the carpet or in a show, like we can't really wear it again. Right. Yes. You That's understand that. You understand so, that. Um, I always, uh, give. Like okay. there's actually a charity, it's called Joy Prom. So um, it's a prom for the special needs. So I oh, wow. always give my designer gowns to that. Um, that is beautiful. That charity. Right. That is beautiful. Yeah. That is beautiful. No, I mean, I think, you know, to what you said about being able to wear things once, especially when you're in this space of like going to events and, you know, being in that world, it is such a like wasteful lifestyle yes, also. Mm -hmm. So it's good that you're donating um, something that I've been doing um, a lot of this last three years is I've been dyeing my clothes to go a shade darker oh, wow. or a different shade. So say yeah. it's white. That. I would just like dye it yellow or I would dye it like blue or purple. So I get two wears out of it. Right. Right. Or if How it's khaki. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's so simple. Anyone can do the dyeing trick. Like you can literally just get a box of writ, throw it in the washer or throw it in a bucket and just put it in there. Let it air dry. Are you familiar with a denim brand, um, Shiki jeans? I'm not. Okay, so they were uh, they manufacture in LA, mm -hmm. but that's what they were big on is like dyeing the denims yes. and like uh, distressing them. It was right. so cool. Okay, yeah. okay. I think uh, Michelle Farrell, like my manager, I think she was actually talking about those jeans because I've never heard of them until you mentioned it just now. But the name sounds very familiar to yeah. me. So, um, all right, I have to check that so, out as well. Yes. Um, now, for you with your tracksuits and everything for yes. yourself, how where do your design? Where does your creativity come from you know so it's a mix of things um like i said i just want the brand to represent the world that we live in okay. right so um and that's in culmination of all different types of lifestyles um and so as of recently we've decided to extend so 30 percent of the brand is curated mm -hmm. 70 percent of it is designed so we do open it up to um wholesalers to have that 30 percent of things that fits our brand's aesthetic and or to kind of um fit like a seasonal seasonal era okay um so we have our, our we have our obvious things that are um obviously staples in the brand like our perfumes our um our sunglasses and our handbags those are staple key pieces that are obviously designed by us um, but to kind of mix it in, we do definitely mix in some of the wholesale pieces as well. And I think it's important to do that because it goes back to not everyone can afford the higher price points, yeah. right? When we do that, we can also allow people to have it at a more affordable uh, price point. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, this is a busy man over here. I mean, yeah. it's like, but you have to with creative content, like you said, and being a creative brand manager and all that stuff. It's like you have, you're out there and you're yes. doing a lot of stuff. So, yes. um, and then what about your travels? Like where's, I know it's taking you to a lot of different places as well. Yeah. I mean, so just, that's one thing I love about what I've been able to do in my career so far is I've been able to travel mm -hmm. so much. So, you know, I've seen pretty much all of Europe, um, before I was like 20, I got to see all of Europe. 
Um, and now, you know, um, I just went to Morocco a few months ago, a few, well, seven months now. Um, Turkey, Germany, you know, I'm always on the go mm -hmm. and it's usually just for business, but I always like to de like delegate like one to two days to just like having like off day where it's just like fun, you know, because you can be somewhere for two weeks and not even get a chance to see it. So sometimes people are like, oh, what do you think about like, for example, I've been to Turkey multiple times mm -hmm. and I have never had a Turkish bath up until the most <laughs> recent time I went to Turkey. Everyone's always like, oh, what is the Turkish bath like? And I'm like, Actually, I never had one. Yeah. So, so you know, those are little things that you should do when you go to these places that are known for like um, cultural things that they do. Right. See, yeah. that's something I missed in my modeling days, by the way, because yeah. every time mm -hmm. we flew in somewhere, I never had time to actually enjoy the. We city don't because... usually get an off day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. when people are like, "Oh, you were there," and I'm like, "Yeah, I've been to Paris a lot of times, but I haven't really seen the city." Right. Just mm -hmm. the airport and wherever you're going. Yeah. Yes. Always felt and like then the hotel myself. room. Uh, right. Right. Like, Maybe we ate out a few times. But... All right, I ain't gonna lie. I did see the nightlife a lot, though. So uh, yeah, that. I, <laughs> that was I did not. <laughs> you probably, I know so. you were not. You know, my butt was showing up kind of like all blurry. I go, I you bet you were. Yeah, but I was, oh, I was ready to work, though. Yeah. I was ready to work, Parker. Yeah. So. A party monster. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, back in the day, I was not kidding. So. You still are. Uh, yeah, that's Who true. Like I said, kidding? I was just at freaking like the, you know, the babes in the toilet. I stayed till two in the morning. I was like, Crazy. and so she taught me recently just how to get off the like go you get in you get out yes you know yes yeah. no same i mean because being in la especially being there mm -hmm. i tell people this all the time we're so spoiled especially once you're in the inn and you're on those pr lists mm -hmm. you get invited to all these events it's like every day it's like okay it's like cardi b's birthday party then it's Austin's birthday party then it's like um uh sia's birthday party it's like mm -hmm. you get invited to all these different events and it's just like oh my god how can i keep up with all these right. different things then you also have to be dressed for them also <laughs> you have to coordinate that you yep. have productions you have shoots days the next morning so you can't do everything for me. I like to go and show my respects, go and mingle a little bit. But my thing is go, you know, maybe get a photo, Getty, you know, walk the carpet, <laughs> be there for an hour and then leave. My rule is never be the first to come, never be the last to leave. But it's not even about a status thing, but it's it's more about if you're there past you know, past an hour, two hours, mm -hmm. most people are going to be drunk or, you know, they're not really there in a networking um, mindset. So right. it's like, you're just there to have fun at that point. Right. Right. Which is, that's what you're there for. Then cool. But I, I wasn't, I was <laughs> like, I'm all about the business. Yeah. Yes. All I want to like yeah. go was, in, get my work done and then I'm out. Yes. So that's and why we'll I needed her. Like multiple changes sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I'll be like, okay, we have Forbes. And then we were like, do we go to Justin Bieber's party? Yeah. Yeah. Where, where are we going? Um, and that's yeah. good that you guys have that synergy because you have to have a balance, right? You need to have that person that's just going to stay and party. And you need that person that's going to be like, hey, you know what? Boom, boom, boom. We have a timeline, a deadline. I'd be like, we're in here for an hour. Then we're going to go home, change, then go to the next spot or, you know, get up tomorrow for our next podcast, right. whatever mm -hmm. it may be. Yeah. Yep, that's yeah. right. And that's why I felt like I was, and I, and I just felt her energy when Chris, like, you know, that little person on me going, get out of here, get out of here. And, and every time I walked out, someone would stop me yeah. and I'd start talking to that's them. That's what he has me for. Cause I'm yeah. like, uh, uh, let's go. Mm -hmm. I'm the we, gift of gab though. Like yes. I will talk and yes. I will talk. Yes. So that's, yes. that was, but she would have shooed me out of there. Like, no, 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 no. Like <laughs> I didn't have that. Did not have that at all. All right. Well, tell me about the hats now. Cause I, I've it, like, once again, I've met you, the hats yes. are always on point. So you design these yourself then as well. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, and we have probably, I want to say over 78 styles currently on the website. So lackofheads.com mm -hmm. is the second brand and that brand is only headwear. Okay. Um, because I love a good hair, headwear piece because you know, you can add to any wardrobe look and obviously if you're having a bad hair day too, it's just like, <laughs> Oh yeah, you, you know, you just cover it up. And so, <laughs> 
We do 42-inch long do-rags. We do 68-inch long do-rags. Um, we do fedoras. We do boater hats. We wow. do um, baseball caps. Okay. And so it's just a limitless of, like, headwear. Um, and, like, you know, the Ellen Show, they order from us all the time. Um, Lion King, um, the live action uh, play Lion King has ordered from us as well. Okay. So it's literally a brand that literally, like I said, it goes back to, like, every lifestyle can like exist with like our product when it comes to, um, because there's all different types of styles, right? So it can relate to most, most multiple customers. Right, when do you feel like, and this is something I always ask a lot of people because I would still be doing it every day and I try to as much as I can. You know, like back in the day, like guys in their suits wearing fedoras walking down the street. I don't care if they're in the country, I don't care if they're in the city, back in like what, the 40s and 50s? Yeah. What happened to the hats? You know, I, obviously styles have changed. I yeah. get that. But man, like hats were like, you know, they wore hats everywhere. Yeah. Fedoras everywhere. Like Peaky Blinders. Yeah, like but, when well, even, the but even those were different styles from like the guys wearing like the fedoras because the Peaky Blinders hat were just, you know, like the, I, I don't want to say. What era is that? Low rent. Like, you know, like. Gangster low rent, yeah, I guess, in theory. Yeah, like, pa like paper boys or whatever. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, I think what it really changed is honestly, I think it just became less culturally acceptable in like workplaces and like restaurants mm -hmm. and um, nightclubs and things of that nature. Um, like even me, you know, going to like somewhere where I'm like, it, you know, it's an industry and an event or um, space. Me having really nice wide brim um, rancher hat like mm -hmm. this one, they're like, oh, you can't have that on. You can't wear what? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that become like a thing and so people just naturally stopped wearing them especially on the west coast right um and even the east coast because it's like that similar vibe of like you know industry stuff um and so yeah but i i see it coming back now um especially with like a rise of like male pattern baldness uh, you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. more, what and is more, it? more and more well because i think it has something to do with our wheat something to do with our wheat and then our water so it's like more and more men like like 20 years ago, there's more men now that are dealing with baldness than there were 20 years ago. Wow. Yeah. yeah I'm like dating guys that are like in their early 30s mm -hmm. and they're balding. Well, who was that guy that I saw you with the other day that was like 68? I'm just kidding. I'm just I was kidding. like, that's just way kidding. above my range. Oh my god! I, I literally was like, I was like, wait, there's something I don't know. I was like, uh, my my dad, it was Father's Day. No, just kidding. Um, it got real silent, yeah, real like, right, right. Well, I'm like, typically I date younger. I've never dated anyone that old. I think the oldest guy I ever dated was in his 40s. Okay. Um, but. Yeah, I feel like the younger ones, like you just said. Yeah, are, yeah. I'm just glad I have balding. a good head. That's all I care yeah. about. So yeah. I'm, I know I'm going a little back. So, yeah, and I'm okay with that. As long as I have a good head, I'm okay with. Yeah, that. you yeah. have a good head. Yeah, yeah. you Thank have a good you. ratio for Thank it. You, you know what I mean? So some people can pull off a bald head. Not a lot of people can though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, like when they're starting to bald back here, mm -hmm. like you want to be like. I, I don't know if they see it or not. And then at what point it's do you just like, let it go? It's right, right. Yeah, this is like, true. Fuck, this is you true. You have a cul-de-sac, yeah. buddy. Hems, hems, hems is really, hems is really good. Like actually, like I went through a process where my hair was like thinning and stuff like that. Like yeah. it's better now, thanks to hems. This is not a product okay, plug actually, right. but hems yeah, actually nice. is really, really good. And they have hers also because women are dealing with like a lot of hair loss issues. Also, alopecia yeah, is like alopecia, huge right yeah. now. They're saying with COVID, like a lot of girls mm -hmm. are losing. Losing their hair. Right. Yes. Yes. So yeah, you just have to, you know, I think everything like, um, who said this? Um, Jesus, Jane Fonda said, if it's not broken, fix it before it is. Yes. And so mm. that's just, it's all about preventative, right? right. So right. like with hymns, you can do it before you even start thinning or before you start balding or before any issues. Mm -hmm. You can start the process before because it just slows down everything. Okay. Um, and same thing with hers. So I think that's with life. It just 
Eat it before it becomes a problem. Yeah. Hymns okay. is a good product. I'm yeah. not plugging out of it. It's a very good yeah, product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know about it? I, well, I use hymns for some other reasons for fun sometime for here. What? Oh, there? yeah. They have you know the, what I mean? They have <laughs> everything. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> he can show you everything. Yeah. He can tell <laughs> yes, you. Yes, this is true. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, sometimes when I have my little extra play day, sometimes I like to, you know, take my little Viagra from, and hymns makes that sort of stuff. So that's oh, why I know oh, they about have a, them. they have a Viagra? Yeah, that's why oh. I know about them. So they got my little secret stash coming in and everything. Jamie, my girlfriend's. I'm like, whoa, what is going on? They're not like, oh, yeah. you know, honey, it's a little fun. Wait, tonight. wait, wait. So, because this is like, Chris, do you what? have like a hard time? I, no, no, hard? it's not. No, it's not that at all. It's not that <laughs> or at so all. So you can go like multiple just, times. It's, well, it's just like I, you know, everybody's. I'm sure every guy is curious on what it does for you. Yeah. But when, uh, so I was like, you know, every now and then I have to say, well, what's it gonna do today for yeah. longevity? Is it for this? Is it for that? I just think it's fun. So I, I'm I'm well and down. I'm well fine. Sorry, everybody are watching the show right now. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. I'm just letting you know. Like I satisfy. show the cameras. They <laughs> want to see. We don't I, believe you. I, Let's yeah. see. Show the cameras. <laughs> the, the audience wants George to see. He's like, oh, put your money where your mouth is. Okay. Yeah. All I have to say for that reason is the fact okay. that it's just for fun. Every now and then, you know, and you're having a good time or having yeah. a good time. I'm like, I'm going to take some tonight just to see where this takes me. But and she can tell when you do. Oh yeah, you know, and it's like, and not, so not it really and, actually, works. I take that back. She cannot tell because the fact that she, I always tell her after the fact, and she goes, Oh, why didn't you tell me this today? And I go, Well, because I, I don't want to like tell you because I just want to have fun or I want to see what happens. But you want to think fine. you're that into her. I am fine. Yes, yeah. But yeah. it's but it's okay. once again, it's it's more of like why do why do people i mean i know why people take it but i know a lot of people take it for fun you know and that's gotcha, why i take it gotcha. the difference yeah. between good and great yeah yeah okay okay i'll go with that yeah, yeah. yes yeah. yes <laughs> yes and yes thank you Park, yeah. for backing that up so but i know hymns very well but i didn't know all the other products i just knew that they made a lot of other things yeah well that's actually how they started i okay. was a brand ambassador for them they made some good money with them actually okay. this is a couple years ago but they um yeah they actually started off in focusing on like the minoxyl oil or minoxyl finasteride okay which is like the hair oils then they got into the pills which is like the propecia and then from there they then got into the more things such as like the erectile dysfunction right. stuff like the viagra like the, all these other things with that will cultivate with like the men's lifestyle like the men's multivitamins mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, they've done a really good job, like you know, bringing the brand full circle because they have all these men that are now in that, like you know, opted in, in into their brand. So they figured out a way I've to opted in. yeah, they figured out a way to you know sell more products to you. Yeah, right. Okay, so when you go to events mm -hmm. and they ask you to take off your hat, yeah. If I was with you, I'd be like, he is not taking his hat off. Yeah. Like oh yeah no, but that's what, what do you say? You stay ready so you don't have to get ready. You know, so usually I'm ready underneath here, okay. but, but since I got on the flight, um, late and then I ended up, you know, getting this interview pushed back I, today, I'm not ready, but normally I stay ready. You know, this is more just for fashion purposes. Yeah. Um, and also like I'm a brand. So it's when I walk through an airport when I walk to an, like at an event, people are always like, Oh, I love this fedora. Oh, I love this, you know, and it plugs it back into the brand. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, usually when they tell me that I'm just like, okay, awesome. Like, can I just speak to someone, you know? And usually when I ask okay. to speak to someone, they just kind of let it go. Right. Because what are you going like to do with it? it? You yeah. can't take it back to a car or something. You know, it's, yeah. like, it's so silly. I mean, I just don't understand why. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got their rules. It's mm -hmm. rules. Yeah. Always the rules. You know, it's the same God, rules. I've as never like, been a rule follower. Yeah. Right. Now, nowadays with like tennis shoes, you know, sneakers, sneakers are so high end now. Like they used to be like, you can't wear tennis shoes in the clubs. Remember that? But now it's like, oh, yeah. I wear my tennis shoes with suits and everything now. It's acceptable now. Yeah. It's acceptable. Times have changed. Yeah. It's, mm -hmm. yeah. It's, it's really weird because sometimes some sneakers are, cost more than like an actual loafer yep. and you know it's really not about the, the the monetary value it's just like some places don't want you to have that look right 
All right, so what do you do in your everyday life now when you're not working, Parker? What are you doing? Like, I know you're, but now it seems like your life, because with the events and all, it's like that your life is, your plate is full. It's so full. Mm -hmm. It's so, so full, actually. I literally never am not not working. Um, but, you know, I feel like I owe it to myself, and I feel like we all owe it to ourselves to literally do what we love. And if you're not having fun doing what you love, you should not be doing it. Right. And when you're doing something that you love or something that inspires you, it doesn't feel like work. So I don't even realize how much I work until okay. I look up and see how much I work. Okay. Like, for example, my mom was visiting me like a few months ago and she was like, oh, my God, I didn't realize you moved around as much as you did. I didn't realize you did as much stuff as you did. She's like, you should be like this then. And I'm like, yeah, I've, I've, I'm always busy. I tell you, like, I'm always running around and like, like a crazy person. But, you know, the day to day life for me really just comes down to like looking at spreadsheets. I mean, it's not as fun as it used to be. Okay. You know, um, you your know, role is changing. Yeah, That's my why. role has changed a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, I went from being more of like talent and like working with talent and that world, you know, it was very like, you know, have fun, you know, not a lot of work after, mm -hmm. you know, it was more of show up than your work's done. Um, but now it's like, you know, I have to focus on um, what, you know, the holiday shopping season, I have to focus on inventory, I have to focus on, you know, supply chain issues, I have to focus on finding new uh, vendors, I have to focus on finding new um, new uh, manufacturers if there's something yeah. that goes goes wrong in Turkey. Like a backup like, or Yeah, something. for example, like mm -hmm. one of our products is, is made in um, Turkey, but like with the war and stuff like that going on, it's like with the Russia stuff, it like slowed down production. And so I had to find another manufacturer. And it's just like, these things are all these things that you would never guess that become an issue as a consumer until you're on the you're on the front end of, you know, being the person important and things of that nature. So, yeah, every day is literally, you know, you know, watching, checking Yahoo Finance, checking like okay. um, checking like the political channels. And because those things are going to, going to impact. Oh, that's true. My business. Yeah, so I have right. to kind of like stay on top of it. Okay. Before I was just checking out Rick Owens last season collection and things of that nature. But now it's like, you know, definitely more in my adulthood life of like business, business, business. But I still have fun with it. But yeah, that's what my day to day looks like. And then every once in a while. I'll do like Wii Spa okay. and just like take a whole day off. Love the Wii Spa. Yeah, Wii Spa's mm -hmm. like 30 bucks and you can be there for 24 hours. And I just go and lay on the rooftop and just like act like my life is just like non-existent, <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I try to have a balance. And I think now this year, now that we're kind of getting out of the COVID thing, I said to myself, let me live a little bit more because, you know, COVID put a lot of things into perspective for me, as, as I'm pretty sure for a lot of people, yeah. which is that we're here today gone tomorrow and life is just too short right and you know a lot of people died and, and you know they they were just living to work and living to you know survive right um so i just never really want to be that person um right now you know business is good for me and i want to live more i want to okay. live more yeah okay yeah i like his attitude yeah. he's got a, such yeah. a great attitude how old are you if you don't mind me asking you don't I, have to tell i'm grown uh. <laughs> <laughs> he's an adult now well he's saying. Was just yeah. saying like um like you've done so much so fast and you're still young. But he yeah. started when he said you're 15, when he was 16. Yeah, yeah. Started, yeah. Great work so, you know, it's so crazy. So I interviewed Lloyd Boston when I was like 16, 15, 16. I don't even remember how old I was like 16 though. I think I was 16. I interviewed Lloyd Boston and I had just noticed that I was getting so much pushback from people in my city at the time, at the time, which was Minneapolis. Okay. And it was like, no one wanted to give me, no one wanted to let me have one of the cookies in the cookie jar, right? And it took it took me to have to like learn how to make cookies myself and learn how to bake them myself in order for me to be offered a cookie, right? right. So that's an analogy that's kind of like, okay, what? But I'm saying that to say that 
a lot of people won't give you your flowers until you are in the room with them. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I, you know, I asked Lloyd Boston, I was like, Lloyd Boston, like, what do you think is a good, I said, what's some good advice for someone that is like young and like, you know, and is afraid of like having pushback because people think they're too green. And he was like, well, listen, never tell someone how old you are. Never tell someone how young you are. Because if they like you and they want to do business with you, they're going to assume that you're an age that they're comfortable with and they're going to they're going to they're going to work with you. You know, just keep everything ambiguous and just move. Keep going for it. So, yeah, it was some really good advice. And I've just kind of like stuck with that since since then. And I feel like it's actually, you know, I don't think any of these people would have worked with me. Like the bigger celebrity clients I worked with at the beginning of my career, they knew I was like a kid. Right. (laughs) You know, so height and weight has and a little facial hair has always been in my favor. (laughs) Um, You know, definitely went through puberty early but yeah so Mm, i like that and i I think that's so true Mm -hmm. yeah um they always say it's not the number that shows up to the room it's the energy yes yes so the number doesn't matter it doesn't so but it's funny how it does like you said throw people off but when they focus on that yes Mm -hmm. so as soon as you bring it up and start talking about it that's when people rethink Yes, exactly. You know, like Which is say, ironic. Yeah, yeah, say you're right? going for a Nickelodeon gig and you're like trying to be a host, you know, with Nickelodeon. And they're like, "Oh, how old are you?" And you're like, "Oh, I'm 47." They're like, "Oh, but I don't really feel like you can really connect to our audience, right? Like you're a little too too, too old, right?" Um, but if you visually look younger and you have that young energy and spirit, they're like, "Oh, yeah, let's do it." Yeah. But the moment they realize your age, the more they put the analytics and the marketing behind it, All and then right. it becomes more of a bigger yep. discussion, yeah. right? right? And it's the latter. So you just want to keep things open, um, yeah, open ended, right? See, this is why I'm Benjamin Button people because I'm going mm-hmm. to reverse. I'm yes, like, we yeah. love that. We yeah, love that. Right? We love that. And good thing too, like the whole like that, like dab, like the dab, like the dabonier and like more suave, sophisticated, like you know, more mature look. Mm-hmm. I feel like is a really in right now. Um, yeah. So. I feel like that's like a really good thing for you also because like you kind of have that Rick Fox vibe. Thank you. Yeah. See, I got a good compliment. <laughs> yeah, Parker. Yeah. Thank you, Parker. Yes. Yeah. And I will wear your line anytime, by yes, the way. Yes, yes. It's, we it's so me. It's yes. so me right now. Yes. So I'm feeling all of his vibes. I so. like it. All right. Well, we're going to jump into our, our episode top yes. today, Parker. And like, I'm, I want a little bit more about your, your younger days and stuff as well. Yes. But let's jump younger in this episode. Younger days. Well, I, <laughs> 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 He's like, how young can we go? Right. All right. So today's episode is called Intellectually Stimulated. Do you find intelligence sexy? And how much does intelligence matter in dating? The differences in intelligence level can sometimes tip the balance when it comes to meeting the right person and being in a relationship. So uh, the reason I'm bringing this up because I want to share, um, just talk about this subject. And I always felt like, you know, we had a discussion and I want you to share, tell us, tell us about your sexual preference and what you, who you are and what you like to do. And, and you, when you, I asked you this the other day, you were like, this is what I'm like, this is a great topic. Yeah, no. So, I mean, I feel like everyone, they see me, they see like flamboyant, bright colors. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, this guy is definitely a fruit pie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But no, I mean, and so for me, like I, it goes back to me not really believing in labels. Right. And, um, I really do, um, identify as a sapiosexual person because you know obviously you know i have great energy i'm decent looking you know i'm tall you know i'm i check these boxes so no matter what room i walk into every guy is going to be hard and every female is going to be wet i don't see so (laughs) so, and so it's that's not the problem right but it's like going past that what is the connection right like is there a connection beyond that because i'm very goal oriented and and, you know, I can't be attracted to someone that doesn't have goals or doesn't have drive and no matter what, you know, gender they are. So for me, it really has to be a mental stimulation before anything. Okay. So I have to go on a date with you and 
Right. So before you finish that, so let people know it, it's the term uh, uh, sapiosexual. Let, let, let people know, and I have the meaning. It says, uh, so for you listeners out there, sapiosexuality means that a person is sexually attracted to highly intelligent people, so much so that they consider it to be the most important trait in a partner. Um, it's a relatively new term, and anyone can actually be that, which, so continue with that. Yeah. And uh, you don't have to be highly intelligent. Listen, I'm, you know, <laughs> you don't like have to be... Mensa. Yeah. All the mensas. You know, it's... it's just like a mental stimulation. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. You know, like someone that can can go beyond surface level, right? right? Because we can all talk about surface level stuff, right? But it's like beyond that. Can I bring you to a White House caucus dinner with me? Like, and you could be able to like exist in the room. And hold your own. And hold your own, right? Mm -hmm. And so we, um, and so yeah, I just, you know, but in the era that we live in now, um, I just feel like it's so vapid. Everyone's so superficial. Everything is all that. And so you, I don't really find that connection. And also living in Los Angeles, yeah. it's just like, uh, right. you know, right now I'm actually up for this, um, this show right now, I can't really talk too much about it, but it's like a series show. And, you know, the producers, we've been talking about, you know, how I identify and all these different things of that nature. And, you know, it really just, it's so hard for them to like wrap their heads around because they're trying to build episodes around my dating life. Okay. And, and so, yeah, it's, you know, for me, I think, if you can stimulate me mentally, then like everything else will follow. Right. So how does that work for you when you meet someone? Obviously, I'm, I'm, I mean, it's not that hard of an answer, but I guess for the most part, I'm asking you when you meet someone and um, where, how, where does it go for you to where you go? Okay, this is somebody that I, I feel might like want. you have to have a physical attraction before yeah, you exactly. can be mentally stimulated. No, though, right? no. Well, I guess he's true because you remember if he once again, he just said he's a big guy. There's like and he's got a huge energy and presence. So I even approached him as like, once again, not to be a sugar daddy, but I would do that. <laughs> Friend Parker, um, but my girlfriend Jamie and I were both like, "Who is this incredible spirit?" And that's and like that's connection enough. So once you start talking with them, I think you banter back so well, anyways, with people because you're so open to talking to other people, which is huh. amazing about you. That I feel like you find that connection probably pretty quickly and quite often if it's the right person. Yeah, and that's the thing is I do. You know, a lot of people I say this, especially in the like the West Coast, like it's like everyone deserves like an Oscar because mm -hmm. I feel like everyone is an actor, right? <laughs> so everyone's good at being that. person person at the first initial, you know, um, uh, meeting or, you know, uh, date or whatever it may be. And then you dive more into it and it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. You know? So right. yeah, I do have a lot of connections. I do make a lot of connections, you know, and I'm a hopeless romantic. Don't get me wrong. I do believe in love. I do believe people should have love, but I also believe that love should come at a time where you're ready for it. Right. right. And a lot of people get into these relationships that are not ready for a relationship because a like their credit score is not where it needs to be. B like their financial, you know, you know, <laughs> financial life is not where it needs to be. Yeah. Um, three, you know, they're still dealing with issues with their family that they need to work on. You know, there's all these different things that they need to work on before being able to give themselves to someone else. Right. Because a relationship, whether it's a friendship or a dating relationship, takes a lot of work. Yes, it does. And you can't build with someone if you're not built yourself. Right. right. And so I think it just comes down to a lot of, you know, a lot of issues. But ultimately, I think you have to find someone that's, you know, your match. Right. And that's, you know, for me, it's not a physical thing. Because um, if you guys seen some of the people I've went on dates with, you'd be like, really? <laughs> Show <laughs> us. I want to <laughs> see. Listen, you know. <laughs> listen, funny. Michelle Obama would not be happy with me showing you guys. That's <laughs> 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 so funny. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah. So, you know, I'm. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, and I think, too, I get told this a lot where I'll meet someone that's like an industry professional, mm -hmm. like, and they'll be like, oh, hey, man, can you be like my stylist? Can you do this for me? And it's like, oh, like, I don't style anybody, but like, you know, but yeah, like, let's connect. I'll give you my information. 
And then it's like they start with like a whole other thing. They're like, oh, you know, your energy is just so like explosive. Like I just feel this really weird thing I've never felt for anyone else before. Like, you know, can you not tell anyone about this? Da, 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 da. So I do have those random weird, okay. you know, interactions also. Um, but it's just, I don't know. Dude, I, I, what do you say when someone says that to you? Are you like, I think I might be a little offended. No, I'm not offended because I get I'm the exception, right? right? Like, it's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's so weird because I literally have, like, the weirdest group of friends and people in my life where it's, like, it could be, like, super duper, like, hetero masking guy, like, you know, like, fishes and haunts every other day and then, like, extremely, you know, feminine guy. But nobody guy. knows? Mm -hmm. Like, so he wants to be with you but keep it on the DL? I mean, they say stuff like that, right? right? You know, and then it'd be like women that like, I'll, they'll be like, oh, you're like my friend, right? And we're just friends and they have like a boyfriend and they're like, oh my God, just like you get me so much better than like my boyfriend. Like, I like you so much. Like, can we experiment like on the right. side, you and I? So it's like this really weird thing that I like attract um, from like men and women. And it's like, I'm always everyone's experiment <laughs> or they want me to be their experiment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I attract that, but. You're open. You're open to it. Yeah, I'm open to possibilities. Like I said, if there's a mental connection, I'm open to it. Yeah. You know, I never, like I said, I never want to put myself in a box. Right. So, um, you know, I'm always in the in the year of the yes for everything. So when someone asks me out, you know, no matter who it is, guy, girl, like, you know, I humbly say, oh yeah, you know, like, um, because I do believe in also just you know getting to know people. Right. Right. It doesn't have to be based off of you know anything physical, sexual, or anything like that. It's just like getting to know each other. Right. So have you ever said no? If to someone's some, asked you out? No, actually, and that's probably my problem. <laughs> what? I've wasted Come on. so much time. No, because you know, I, I am a true believer in that everything happens for a reason, right? Yeah. So every person comes across your path for a reason, right? Agreed. Okay. And, and and it's for us to figure out figure out what that reason is, yeah. right? And so yeah, I just you know, it's because what are you gonna lose, right? That's your, true. Your time. My time, yeah, exactly. But 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 Gone. So this is another thing I believe in is like meeting and interacting with a lot of people on different levels and more intimate levels lets you know more about people. Right. And learning and maybe people. yourself. Yeah. And learning people. No, because if, if if you don't match with their energy within that first interaction, just you don't inter engage with anyone. When, when people approach me, mm -hmm. I wouldn't say all the time, but yeah. a lot of time I can tell right Hair away. Flip. I'm just like, <laughs> right. this is not a good... I would never invest my time in this. It's not going to work for me. But okay, so and the, are you so are you dating right now? Yes. Okay, you're dating right now and that works and you guys are happy and everything is great. Oh no, no, I'm I'm dating. So I'm not seeing Right. one person per se. Oh, okay. Listen, she's a player. I love that. I love it. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's what you do when no. you date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like yeah, yeah, dating, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So, no. So. And but have you ever thought about trying something where you do something that you completely would never do cuz sometimes you'd be surprised. I just did that and it lasted a, like a little over a year. See? It was completely like out of my comfort zone. Um, so, so yeah, I, I did, it's not anyone that I would have normally like pursued or been mm -hmm. open to, but it was a energy. Yeah. So like our, our energies were fire and we like connected in that sense. Yeah. See, and that's what I, I always tell people the moment I feel comfortable, I'm uncomfortable Yes. because I always want to be, I was. yeah, I always want to be in a state of uncomfortableness. Like, right. you mm -hmm. know, because 
like even like my friend circles now like growing up i had a very um it started off when i first grew up in in illinois before moving to minnesota i had like a very in my town it was either black or white there was a very small town there was like no latin people no asian people no nothing so i never even saw any other ethnicity outside of black or white right right until i moved to minnesota and then there was like this huge melting pot of like an african population an asian population and i was like oh who are these people you know and that became my circle of friends like i had like a lot of white friends black friends Asian friends, um, Latin friends, you know, all these different friends, Indian friends. And to now being older, I'm noticing that my friend circle has become, you know, primarily a black friend group, right? Okay. Or POC, you know, people of color in general. Um, friend group. But I'm like, wow, like when did this like shift happen, right? And it's like, I want my friend circle to basically look like the world that we live in. So, and I'm making a conscious decision to be like, okay, open up and also put yourself in environments where you're not just comfortable right mm -hmm. um and because when you are you know so comfortable you don't really grow that's exactly. right right mm -hmm. and so um i do want to you know you know open myself up to like more people now which i never made the decision not to it just progressively just happened you know right um but yeah so it's funny how that works well i was i i relate to um you a lot with this because uh, me growing up as well it's that thing where at school, for instance, you made me think of something where um, I always told everyone, I go, look, I go, I feel like I can fit in any group. Like I had like in school, in high school, I had like a, the jocks, I had all the, you know, the popular people. But then at the same time, I would hang out with the nerds or all the, like the whoever. Yeah, yeah. I can hang out with anyone across the board. And one thing that I do, like you were saying that I find really cool is the fact that I will talk to anyone as long as I know that they are not turning me off to where it's like, okay, I like you said, I know right away if, if I don't want to be in a conversation with this person. Right. But everyone else, like I've had some of my friends even walk away going, you're still talking to the person? I go, because they're fascinating, they're yeah. interesting, and even though mm -hmm. they've already went away, there's something about that person that I want to know more about, regardless of who they are. Because right. if they're spending the time talking with myself, and, I, and it is my time, by yeah. the way, I take, I, I sit there, I listen, and I ask questions, and I want to know more, more about the person. Especially um, people who come up to me, which happens a lot you know they come out of the boo and just start talking to me and i'm like why is this person talking to me but so i but i turn around and i go and i listen and i want to know their story because if they're taking time to come to me to know who i am i would like to know a little bit more about yourself as well so and i yeah. do take that time out with people as well so i'm always open to actually speaking to anyone going out with anyone or whatever it is as long as i know that it's like it's people you're you learn yeah. so much from different people all the time you're not, know. though. Yeah. Mm. We've always talked about this, Yeah, by the way. like, what about the guy that was, like, spitting in my face? Well, that's, if someone's, oh, that guy, no. I'm See, like, this was at an event, by the way, in which, and by the way. <laughs> so, like a nice, classy yeah. event. And, and she's, <laughs> by that being said, don't, people out there, don't think yeah. that he was, like, spitting in her face for a reason. Like, he was just, he was a close talker. Yes. And he was way, he was in her personal space. And even at that point, I was uncomfortable for her. Gotcha. Just like, who's this guy? Like, does he not know? I mean, every, there's a limitations that so nice. on that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it was he just overtook it. He, I felt like he, um, he didn't take up, pick up the cues, right? And he was Social just cues, yeah. right. And she tried to back yeah. off, but he kept coming. And I, even at one point, I was like, "Jamie, do you need me to?" She texted me, "Get down here right now." And I think I was on the third floor of this event, and I was he like, "Kept finding me." I, go, I, I gotta, gotta go. go. To the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, then he, all of a sudden, here he comes, mm -hmm. and I'm like, "Mother effer. Yeah, yeah. Like he did not pick up the cues at all. So I went rolling down the stairs and found her, and like, "Hey, we gotta go." Da da da. Because I knew she was at that point. It was. Do serious. you guys ever tell people that you guys are in a, a relationship to like? You know, to like cock block. Um, we don't think no, we need we to. Yeah, yeah, right, right. People uh. would just assume that we are, anyways, Parker, because <laughs> okay. we know who we are. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. but no, it's the handcuffs no. that give yeah. it away. From I, you. I think I'm like really good about um, laying it out there, like, hey, oh, I'm not interested. Yeah, yeah. Or I'll say, um, like, one guy I said, 
let's just be friends. And yeah. he was so upset and like offended. Like he went off on me. I have enough friends. I don't need any more friends, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, that's personal hell? issues. Yeah. yeah. So then like um, months passed and then he hit me up again. And now we're like great, great friends. Yeah, he had some but I remember time my friend was like, he's a psycho. Don't ever talk to him again. No. Yeah, definitely. Right. But um, he ended up being like a really, he's a really cool guy. And to this day, we're yeah, like great friends. He had to get over the initial jilt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sometimes Jesus. some people have to reflect, right? And even that's why I give people a second chance mm -hmm. in my life. Like, you know, my friend loves to say, my friend Steven loves to say, oh, you love digging in the trash. In the sense that, like, if you screw me over, I usually never, you know, talk to you again, right? But every once in a while, if someone screws me over, I'll let them back in my life, right? Okay. Because who we were two years ago who we were five months ago is not who we are today, right. right? And usually when someone does something, it's more about them than it is about you. Always. And so sometimes some people are going through pain, they're dealing with things that you don't even know about, right? Like we only see people as who they show us, right? right. That's correct. We don't see you know them for all the trauma or things that they're dealing with. And so that's why I do give people a second chance because like you said, this guy actually turned out to be a really nice guy, mm -hmm. but he was giving you psychopath, American <laughs> serial killer energy. Yes. That initial, that initial, that initial <laughs> interaction. <laughs> but you know, you guys connected and now you guys are like good and he's like a really good person, you know? Um, I have people like that in my life also where I probably would have never talked to them again. And now they're actually the most loyal person that I know. Like when we release a new product, they're the first person posting on their stories. Yeah. They're the first person like promoting and like, you know, doing all this stuff. My family doesn't even do that. Okay. So, you know, sometimes you have to, you know, circle back and meet people where they are and also let them go through whatever they're going through. Yeah. Those are the people that surprise me the most. The ones that, um, the ones that we think are, who are not in our inner circle. And they're just like this, like you feel like they're, um, not lesser, but they, they just don't have big a big voice. And all right. of a sudden, but they're the ones that are your biggest fans. And all of a sudden, mm. they become your best friend because yeah. you, you see them all of a sudden, yes. right? Yes. I and love that, those. That, and that's crazy. And you know what? That's a you know a topic for a whole nother day. But mm -hmm. it's so funny. I mean, even you guys can, I'm pretty sure with your podcast, you guys deal with this where your friends, your childhood friends, you know, family members and stuff of that nature aren't as active with your podcast as these random strangers that never met you. Mm -hmm. That's true. And, you know, you know, a friend of mine was like, you know, why people have such a hard time promoting and boasting and helping you grow is because you are not where you were years ago or when you guys grew up, but they're still in the same spot. So they have a hard time accepting that. And, and and it goes back to that's their problem, not yours, right. Right? right? And so, and then there's these other people that just naturally come across your feed or come across you and they're like, wow, this person's inspiring and they want to see you grow and glow. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just sad that it, it doesn't happen from that internal circle of people, right? you know, as much as you would think it would. Well, I feel like because once again, it's like like having a brother or sister. You know, they support you, but they're not going to always be behind you all the time. And yeah. that's why, once again, why I always look outside the circle. Like I, I love meeting people. I love being around people, and um, and I just always love someone's stories. So the more people that I meet, this once again, why I did not get out of Babes of Toyland because every time that I stopped, I listen to a new story, and it and yeah. it intrigues me, and I love to hear all that stuff. And plus, you know, like I said, I like to be flirted with and doted on. I can't help yeah. it every now and then. That's something that helps as well, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it. as a woman, I completely understand though, because I've seen it, which I'm sure you have firsthand, like even at an event like that, where I see all these women get a hit on by guys and it's just like, and I'm sitting there going, 
dude, you know, like they're like, pick up the cues once again. They're not, they don't want to be in that space right now with you. Right. If you would just sit here and just talk to them, maybe they would actually have something to say back. But because it's like they feel this energy coming at you, it's negative. And now they just want to just be out of the way. Yeah. So that's probably a lot of it as well for you. I always say um, the friend zone is the best zone to be in because so much can grow from there. Yes. So once you're able to connect on that level, it's just open for growth. Exactly. This is true. This is very true because, you know, everyone, you know, I think with every successful relationship that I've seen, like from like pop culture figures, they mm -hmm. always said like, I married my best friend, you know, like build it from that, that friendship and then everything else can grow. Like you said, mm -hmm. that's so I, true. I don't see that ever. You don't? No, because I don't really take the time to actually get to that point. We, though. we talked about that well, before. We talked about you, a lot though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's like a, a space where we like, probably like agree to disagree. Yeah. Like I've never dated a friend like in that way, because once for me, it's like, I'm on the pursuit when I like you. Have you ever but, hooked up with a friend? Um, sorry. Um, <laughs> Probably, yes, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, has. you know, but not, but not like, yeah, probably, but you know, but as I've gotten older and stuff too, like I have a lot of girlfriends, like a lot, and they're all really, these are girls that I would date, and that's what yeah. I was getting at, it's the fact that I pursue right away, and then once I hit a friend zone with them, to me now they're just a friend, and that aspect, but, and I would never go back to actually trying to date them in that sense, because I already mm. get what I want out of that, look, why are you looking at me like that, you smile. Because you're always in a relationship, you're I, a relationship guy. Well, I'm, I'm a relationship guy, but once again, because I pursue the girls that I want right away. I don't have, to, I don't have, they're not going to be my friend first is what I'm getting at. So if I have friends like that, I'm not going to, even if I was single, I'm not going to go, well, let's, let me go through my rule of friends and see who I might want to pursue because yeah. they're already great girls already. And I've already established that with them and I'm not going to go back that mm -hmm. route. So I need fresh, new, different, whatever, whatever. Those are the girls that I want to pursue because it's like, I, I already know about you. I don't, I wanted something, I need something more stimulation of someone I don't know to yeah. create that feeling of that euphoria and that mystery. mystery. Thank yeah. you very yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. The more, yeah. Right. Whereas a friend, I'm like, Wank, wank. I know everything about you. I've seen you naked. I've seen this. I've seen that. Where, where, where can I go from here? So would you, you know? be an open relationship by any chance? Like, you know what? I would. I actually would. But I'm not that guy. And the reason why I'm saying that is like, what? I would. What? No. Open. No. So I'm like, boop, boop. Um, <laughs> boop, boop. No. What I'm getting at is like, I've always thought that I would be that guy, uh -huh. but I just don't have that um, mentality to go through with something like that because I, I am that guy where I am monogamous. And I feel like it's like, I can't. Like, oh, I feel, I feel bad. You know, I, I think I just what? always feel bad about stuff. Even if you guys had an open conversation? Probably, but it's like how, because I don't, I don't, I don't, this is another conversation the other day, people as well. There's a dark side to me that I never want to explore. And there's this guy that I think I could be, if I just ever went to that dark side, it would not be good for anyone. Well, 50 what, shades of gray. What, yeah. is, what, no, is, no. what is the dark side? Well, well once again, <laughs> <laughs> what does that look like? Yes. So my, my dark Do tell. Okay. So I'm, I feel like, and you could probably attest this, like I'm a very, I'm a guy who like, you know, I, got, I, I, I know I'm good looking. Uh -huh. I know I have charisma. I know I can get any girl we somewhat that I want. We know he's got a big one. Yeah, well, okay. He told us. I, That's you know, what you told everyone. I, <laughs> you said it on camera. I, I, you know, I know the type of girls that I attract and it'd be very easy for me to go out with a lot of them. Very, cause I, because I, I can reel you in pretty well. Like it's that, mm -hmm. it's that, you know, that guy that has that, um, what's, what's what I'm looking for? Um, da, 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 da. Charisma? No, what's when we had, um, 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 the psychiatrist on the show, there's a thing that guys do, narcissists. There's narcissism. Right. Oh, okay. There's a little bit of a side that, that, that I could go to that dark side and be that guy where I can just reel you in and reel you in all of a sudden. It's just like, okay, I'm done and spit you out, you know? Oh, okay, gotcha. But I, I cannot do that. Like, I've, I've shared this story before where I've betted probably like, you know, a lot of women where I didn't sleep with them, where they're in bed going, so you're naked and we're messing around. They go, so you're not going to sleep with me? And I go, 
No, because I know tomorrow when I wake up, hey, I don't want you to feel like I, you know, hey, I don't want to be with you tomorrow. Was this before hymns or after? (laughs) 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 I like Parker. (laughs) No, no, it was way before hymns. But at the time, though, it's just like I I knew that this was not the girl that I would want to be with in the long run. And I knew at the same. So the feeling was I don't want to hurt you. And if I hurt you, it makes me feel bad because you feel bad. An open person, I don't think, can be like that. A, A real player cannot be like that you know that's 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 for me so i I don't think i could be running around like sleeping being having an open relationship and feel comfortable with uh if i wasn't dating now one person that that's a different story maybe if i was single probably yes i would go through my whirlwind of just because there's no rules at that point i could probably say i could do that but if i'm with someone i don't know how open i could be because i would make me feel like i'm i'm not doing something right in that aspect for myself Although mentally, what's my cure for that though is now is that I'm allowed to flirt as much as I want to. And so my, and the girls who I date know that, hey, I'm a flirt, I love the flirt. Mm-hmm. That actually squashes my mentality to go out and seek more than just flirting and being around a lot of women. Gotcha. So if you saw me out, I'd be around a bevy of girls all the time, mm-hmm. you know, flirting, doing my thing and just seeing how far I can go with it. But then it's like, all right, I'm gonna go home because I'm happy with who I'm with. And that squashes my feelings of all that other stuff, so. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, I, don't, I know about your story where yeah. it's like, me? What do you mean? you're not like that at all. You know, I don't know if you could have an open relationship, but going back to you now, I know, um, is that something that you're open to? No, I mean, no, no, I don't think, but I'm open to everything. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I mean, I haven't been, um, I haven't had that opportunity. Right. But it would have to be a person that I'm like really deeply connected with before okay. that even became a topic. Okay. Right. Like I have friends that are like newly married and they're like, Oh yeah, we're in open relationship. Oh yeah, we have a third. Or and I'm just like, yeah, not Pandora's box. The first right. you guys are already bored of each other within the first year. You that's know, the but, thing too. But that, in my opinion, that's that's when a relationship is built off of lust, and it's not built off of you know anything deeper than like lust, right? right. It's just built off of like sex and. But lust. But you also have to remember though too though that these people were like that when they were dating before they got married. So if they so I I don't feel like it's completely lust because I feel like if you're already in that mode while you're dating because that's how it starts right and then you get married and still in that kind of play mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's a love for those two people because that's that's genuine love for me because if you can do it outside of you know dating and then get married like a through line it's it's something that they just want and they want it together yeah so. i disagree i agree with parker i would you agree with him i agree with parker okay. 110% okay. i would say that um I, I would question it too. I'm like, did you get married for like the financial savings on the insurance yeah, right. or like what, you know what I mean? Because when uh, this is just my opinion, when you truly deeply care and in, are in love with someone, typically you don't want to share them. Not that you own them by any means because it's always a partnership and not an ownership. Right. But I mean, that's, that's your person. See, but now, but now you're talking about you're talking like what you just said though. But let's talk about the other half of it, where someone's been married for twenty, like fifteen, twenty years. That's different. And now he they're going to said gonna, within the first year. Okay, well, okay, well, let's establish that first year. Okay, okay I understand what you're saying there, but I, but I also, I'm going to stick to what I said as well because I have a few friends that have gotten married and they've been together for a very long time. Yeah, and they're happy with their lifestyle and they're. Uh, but I've also had a few friends that have done the same thing and then they've broken up because one got a little too greedy or something else. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they broke up. Um, so it's, it's, it's a give or take. And it's, it's, I feel like it's just probably the people who are together, um, and, and they're, they're truly in love with each other that can probably make it work the best. Like if they've been together for like 15 plus years and maybe they want to like that, I think that's different though, than, than 
being married and you're already in, like you said, you know, the first year in their right. open marriage. I, like I, it's a little, for me, it's just a little confusing. All right, well, we're going to have to do a, a show on this one then right. and bring Parker back <laughs> and he can be our panel on this one for sure. So um, now with the intellect in mind, though, this is something what uh, it's, uh, has attracted me to this whole um, episode today is the fact that I know a lot of women for sure say that, oh, my God, I just like, you know, I, I like this guy because he's funny. That's attractive to them. I like a guy who has intellect. That's attractive to him. So there's all these other things. And you, like you said, sometimes the people don't match up with each other yeah. because mm -hmm. we forget that there's more than just, like you said, just the way a person looks. It's that inner side of that person that attracts that person to them. Right. And it's very important to put that out there because a lot of us, when we see mismatches, you're like, huh? Like, yeah. why is that? And we don't understand until, because we don't take the time to understand. Right, right. No, I see, I mean, we see so many babes with like short, chunky, mm -hmm. short, chunky guys, you know, in Los Angeles. And you're just like, oh, wow, she's like the six foot one model. <laughs> and she's dating this, you know, very average show guy and doesn't even have money. So it's like, okay, so she's not a gold digger, right? Right. And, and, but it's like, sometimes he's a comedian and he can get her to laugh. Yep. And a lot of people, they love someone that can make them laugh, you know? Um, you know, so I think, you know, there's multiple things that you can do, but I think having a personality, um, I think for me, I definitely was like, like, I feel like I went through, so I was like a really, really chunky kid, short, and like, and then I had like the puberty jump and all that stuff, but I definitely went through like the heavy, ugly duckling stage, you know, as far as society thing, society standards go. Right. And I feel like I was able to work on my personality because of that. Okay. Right. Okay. So now it's like, okay, now you have the personality. You're like, you know, you're a decent six on a good day. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, no. But you know what I mean? You add to it. And so I think personality is the biggest player for a lot of things, because if you don't have a good personality, it's just like, okay, it's yeah. just like, you're cute, but just don't talk. Yes. Mm -hmm. That I agree with. You know, sure. like yeah. just don't talk. Right. You know? Right. But that's what always bothers me when I see people, when they look at someone, they go, oh, I'm going to go after like either guy or girl. I'm going to go after them. And you're like, but wait a minute, you're just looking at an aesthetic. You're not even like, like guys, especially will jump on that in a heartbeat. Oh yeah. Whereas I always take a step back and I have to watch you for a while. I'm almost going, okay, let me see what her personality is like before I even. I think you're a little bit of a sapiosexual yourself. I, you know what? I might, I might be. And I'm like, I'm a very open person. So okay. like, I'm a, I know who I am. Don't get me wrong, but I am an open person. It's funny. Like uh, during uh, Coachella, when we were there, I told you about the guy who came to me. I, there, we were hanging out with um, two um, drag queens who were amazing girls that we met the night before. And this one guy goes, hey, you know, I'm doing this thing. Would you, you know, would you kiss a guy? Because like one of the drags go, Chris, give me a kiss. I go, I know who I am. I'll give you a kiss like that. And the guy goes, wait a minute, are, are you straight or guy? I go, straight as they can come. He goes, well, would, would you kiss me if I put it on TikTok? And you might, it's Elliot Norris. You know, it's kind of Elliot Norris. I think I've seen the video. Okay, so <laughs> not right. for you in it, but I think right. I've seen a video of a guy kissing all these people. And that's and I one. was just thinking of all the herpes that was happening. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Mm -hmm. And mono. I was like, ooh. <laughs> it's well, a spread, but okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm good, honey. I'm good, I promise, because she was standing there. But he goes, wait, would you do this? I go, yeah, I don't care. I don't give a shit. He goes, would, would your girlfriend care? He goes, she doesn't give a shit. I, right. say, I don't care. I kiss like that. So he came by me gave me a kiss on the lips real fast so like nothing phases me it's like because i love people yeah you know and like and people have come to me all the time and asked me are you straight i go look i'm straight as they come but i know who i am as a person i'm, I'm open with who i am and I, I know who i am inside yeah. and nothing phases me when it and comes that's to the that. best thing what about you jamie would you kiss a girl oh i have oh <laughs> okay yeah how did you kiss her well, I got caught. Okay. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> I mean, my high school days are long gone. So I think mm -hmm. that was just the time for me um, to like explore. Like I went through like heartbreak. So um, I felt like I just wasn't going to mess with guys anymore. Mm -hmm. So like girls were like a safer bet for me. Right. Um, so yeah, it was just a time to like explore. And then I'm like, 
It's fun, but I can't live without the D. Right. <laughs> so, right. I feel like That's girls have that. Girls have that. Um, they have that range to play, you know. And a guy yeah. I think it plays. It's like because there's been a bunch of women as of late. Like, mm-hmm. by the way, a lot of things have changed. By the way, you know, like you were talking about with open relationships that they just got mm-hmm. married and all this stuff like that. Um, a lot of girls now that I ask during interviews where they go, well, these are one of my non-negotiables. So I ask a guy right off the bat, have you been with a man? Because that's a non-negotiable. I'm like, oh, wait, what? Like there's yeah, guys up there that blah, blah, like mm. it's, it's, it still blows my mind that there's actually goes, yeah, I've been with a man, but like, I love women. It's like, right. wait, what? So, mm-hmm. so you, okay. So you wouldn't date a guy that's been with a guy before. Um, I don't want to date a guy that dates both okay. because I feel like, um, I feel like it's hard enough, like in my industry, um, there's so many beautiful girls, but if you're attracted to both men and women, then I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> right, right. So it's just it's just harder. So I prefer to date a man that's only attracted to women. Okay, and that and her saying that it's not it's a it's a thing but I've heard from different sources at yeah. different times and I'm like and I'm like whoa this is actually a real thing now a lot of girls are like hey it's a non-negotiable so I, I ask mm-hmm. typically on yeah, the first date that's what they say really? now a lot of girls do ask. that now by the way on the first date yeah. first wow date. that's crazy I mean yeah I mean I guess because then it's like but then that's like are you guys setting the relationship up based around sex though the first date is sex um, a good topic to have on the first date I think that yes and no. So I think um, I think it maybe not on the first date yeah, to be what talking about sex, out, but sometimes it, and you end up going there. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm pretty like open book, right. so I am really sexual. So if you don't like to have sex, then the chances of us being in a relationship are going to be slim to none off the bat. So I'm not going to waste my time. Right. Okay. So then, okay. So for example, say you are dating a guy, right? And he's never dated a guy or he's never done anything with a guy, but he wants you to like play with his, you know, his butt. Would you do that? Because I dated a guy like that. And you would do that. He was into that stuff and (laughs) (laughs) it made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, you know, I, you know, so it's interesting because we, I have a brand. So obviously you guys know about my brand and mm-hmm. we sell underwear, right? And we get a lot of women that order our underwear and they're like kind of a little bit more on the kinkier side of underwear. It's like a little brief, you know, with like a little buckle on the side. Okay. Then we also have like the jock traps and we sell a lot of them and a lot of the orders come from women. And then sometimes they'll email us and they'll ask us or they'll go on our chat on our site and they'll say, oh, do you guys have like uh, dildos or do you guys have like penis rings or these different things like that and they're like oh you know um, I want to try to explore some things with my boyfriend like do you guys sell these items also and I'm like uh, no we don't you're like whoa 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 but it's and it's crazy <laughs> because it, it, you know we I see it a lot in our emails okay. you know um, from customers asking us do we have other other products and I think it really I think it speaks to like I guess the world where everyone is trying to explore mm-hmm. um, but also to you know scientifically speaking the male g-spot is there Okay. You know, in in the back, right? Right. So scientifically speaking, that's actually where the male G spot is. So it would like make, in the butthole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like how you so say gross. that. Yeah, like, I know. Yeah, I know. The, I, but I don't want to say like anus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no. What do you say? Yeah, no. Scientifically speaking, that's where the male G spot is. So it would make sense, right, for someone to have like some type of stimulation from that area. Um, but it's it's really strange because it's like I'm seeing an increase of like women purchasing like our underwear, our jock traps, and these different things like that, and then they also want to buy their boyfriends like these toys oh interesting and they're like right. asking us to be supply and i'm like right. no we don't but it's just you know it's very interesting so i do think there is like a you know i think there is like you know a discussion like your boyfriend could still be you know straight as you know straight yeah. right but he may want you to do that and 
Yep, I had one. <laughs> I did. And I was like, I mean, I don't mind putting pressure there, but I don't want to like finger buttholes. Right. I yeah. just don't. <laughs> Sorry. Um, What's the engineer's name again? <laughs> George. Poor George. George. Yeah. Yes. George, you ever had your butthole finger? Uh, I mean, it's getting <laughs> awful personal, but yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. admit to having gone that route. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, and you I, like it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's. So some guys will admit that they like it, right. and yeah. other guys are like, do not go anywhere near my butthole. Because they're afraid they're going to show how much they like that. Right. Or I think maybe they're afraid of being classified as like gay. Yeah. Like yeah. if they admit to liking it. But some guys aren't even open to the possibility of right. it. Yeah, I did a documentary with the sex worker um, years ago, and um, for this place called Sex World, and she would she was talking about all these like weird kinks that guys would come in, and she's behind a screen, and she would tell us all these kinks that guys would come in, like you know, the traditional like men, you know, like you know that worked at like corporate America, worked at Target or Best Buy, you know, corporate, and would come in with like these weird, you know. Um, fetishes and things of that nature yeah. and she would also talk about like the escort work she would do and she was <clears> like <throat> some guys would literally you know when she does that they would literally you know climax four times back to back oh wow and so yeah i think you know it's obviously a discussion that needs to be ha had and i feel like yeah people just need to take the idea of uh sexuality out of pleasures right like so it's like just because that's a pleasure for you does not make you you know right like one this, way or right? the right. other right. way yeah it's like because you're a girl not a guy right and that reaction is happening while it's with you, not with a guy. So does it make it straight gay? No, it just makes it that they're enjoying a time with you and and, and that's what you know gets yeah. them off. You know? Right. I yeah. mean, I recently just found out what pegging was. Like oh, yeah, I didn't know what that was. Yeah. Like so a guy that I was um talking to, he said and I had to Google it. I'm like, what the <laughs> yeah. hell is he talking right. about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm like uh, yeah, that's not going to be me. But. Well, everything gets classified as due to religion and politics. That's why. So really? Well, I mean, think about it. No, I'm sexually. Saying, no, I'm just saying, like, but the religion part, you know, because when we're younger, everybody yeah. says, well, this is not, 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 not. Same as, like, when you're young, like, not to cuss. But why are the Europeans? You know, they're all cussing. Everybody gets desensitized. You just let people be people. Yeah. You know, that's all I'm yeah. getting at. So, but we always have some stigmata or somebody telling us what is not appropriate. And so it becomes a thing as we get older. And that's what I mean by religion and politics. Because they set tones on certain things in our lives where, if people can just be who they are, this would just be a better well, world. Well, I feel like a lot of that's out the door now. Well, well, with right. the way society is going. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. And I think just really honestly, everyone just needs to have an open and clear conversation with whoever they're being intimate with. Mm -hmm. I think that's really just the 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 big discussion. Um yeah, I think the biggest the biggest discussion that needs to be had is just people being honest about their sexual health. And if you are exploring these different areas do get checked up in those different areas. Like people don't know that um, sexually, you know, you can have an STI in one area and not have it in the other area. Okay. Right. So like, say, you know, you, Chris, you mm -hmm. know, frequent with guys, right. And say you had like, you know, you played in both areas, right. You could have gonorrhea on your front and not have it on the back or, you know, cause you don't you use can get gonorrhea in the back. Yeah, you well, you can get it in you can get it in your vagina and your throat too. You're like, yeah. I didn't know you can get it in your rear. Yeah, you can get it in your throat too. Yeah. So there's some people that literally what? will go like years, months without knowing that they have right. these things until they go to like a proper clinic that 
or until they're honest with their doctor, like, oh yeah, I have, you know, anal, vaginal, you know, you right. know, penis, penetration, you know, oral sex. And if you don't cross all those different things, they won't test you in all those different areas. Mm. So I think, yeah, I think that's like another, um, another thing um, that people need to like, you know, just be honest about, because then if you can be honest Full about disclosure. it. disclosure. Yeah, if you yeah. can be honest about it, you can also protect yourself, you can also protect other people, because everyone wants to have fun. But just, you know, do your part and be and just communicate with what you like, right? right. Yeah. See, this yeah. is this is why we do our show, Parker, because we want everyone to know, just like, it's like, talk to your partners, talk to whoever you're with, and, yeah. and most of the time, you never know unless you ask. Exactly. Right? I'm so. asking all the questions <laughs> on, the first, <laughs> on the first date. All the questions. Listen, you know, you might as well just get the checklist done. <laughs> she's like very efficient. Way. Very efficient. I love but, it. But one thing about her, though, because she's so good looking, the guys will like, going, well, yeah, okay. I I'll, feel I'll, like I'll sometimes they're not you. telling the truth anyway. Right, right. Just, just because they do lip service? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. right. they're like, I don't want to screw this up. They're going right. to tell you what they want, which they think you want to hear. Yeah, I don't like it. Well, I'd rather him just be like honest from the get go. That's why I said, I have nothing to hide. People ask him, like, ask me what you just want. Be like, real, just be real, right? I can't I wait could... until lie detectors become commercialized. Oh, that would be so much Gosh. fun, right? It's going to be like an app on our phone. Yes. And I'm going to oh. be like, put yes. your finger here. Right. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. You to just gave me a really good one. I, I'm sure. Why don't all of our watches, all the Apple watches, because it takes your pulse anyways. It is when you do exercise. Well, so cut it that. should actually. Let's get into tech because I'm trying to get into tech right now. Okay. Let's develop this app. and let's yes. I know. It's like, I like it. <laughs> It's so like, cut this part out of the, <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. segment. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to that one. So All right, good. we're going to jump to our question today, yes. Parker, for yes. you right here. So this is going to be a good one. Let's see. What do we have for you today? All I right. can't believe you wrote it down. I, I, Who well, are you? I mean, no, I just I just took them up. Right. Pay, cut and paste, girl. It's cut and oh. paste. Never writing. I just God, cut this paste. is even squishy. You know? well, <laughs> All right. <laughs> she's talking about, we have new mics in here now. She's like, these mics are, like, Jamie likes everything so big, big, by the way. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's your question, Parker. Hey, dating intelligence. Here's my question. Single looking for the, single, looking for the right girl, but honestly sick of dating apps. I'm trying to get back out in the scene by going to happy hours and bars after work to see if there's any potential matches. Met a few and gone out on a few dates, but here's my question. Do you think I'm going to meet the right girl by playing the numbers games at bars, or should I just spend the extra money to hire a matchmaker? You know, it just depends on where you are in your life, mm -hmm. in your career, right? Because I do understand that, you know, I have, like I said, I, I have friends that literally make four figures a year, and I have friends that make seven figures a year, right? And the friends that are making seven figures a year, they're not available to go about. and be out and about, right? So finding a matchmaker can, you know, um, you know, pinpoint what exactly you're looking for. But I do believe sometimes when you put everything into a list of like, oh, I want this, I want that, I want mm -hmm. them to be Christian background, I want a Latina, I want her to be, you know, this tall, da, 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 and you just create, you're, you're building a person. I think Parker just made a specs on who he's looking for. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like you're, you're, you're building a person right. and you don't give um, the universe an opportunity to become that, you know, for it to come across your past because you don't know you've, you're missing something exactly. until, you've, until you've had it, right? And so, um, I think, I think what they should do is try to date within their circle, right? And try to do blind dates within their circle. Like, oh, set me up with some of your friends, okay. you know, two people that are in their lives, their friends. I think that would be a good way to kind of like figure out who it is that you're into, but also too, it goes back to things that you're interested in. So say they're into pottery. I don't know. Let me just use this for example. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Go to Eventbrite and look for some random pottery class. Maybe there's one in Lamert Park. Maybe there's one here. And you're going to find someone that has something in common with you and build from there. Right. right? So I always tell people, go where you want. Go, go to the place that you want to attract something, right? So if you want to attract you know, a guy that's making seven figures a year 
go to the Beverly Hilton, right? And go to the restaurant or bar. Right. The chances are he's going to be staying there because he can afford to pay the $700 a night for a room, right? If you want to meet somebody that's an artist that's into music or, you know, into paint and stuff like that, go to the arts district, mm -hmm. right? Because that's more indicative to like that environment. Um, so I think just go to where you want, what, for the person that you see yourself attracting and not just using some random bar, um, but just uh, focus more on like the, the, the areas that you really want and like of a person. If you like someone that has a sense of humor, go to a comedy show. Right. Right. Go to the comedy show, but come like that 15, 20 minutes before the intermission part. Right. So that way you're in the lobby waiting and sitting and you're talking and mingling, you know, you meet someone that way. I like that. I mean, if he's not normally hanging out at bars, why would he go to a bar to to find a girl? Well, um, I actually would off of what Parker said and just answer that question. Um, just reading into this a little bit more. He goes, you know, I'm sick of dating apps. So it's that thing where um, the biggest thing, if you're going to be out and about, I feel like you have to be able to put yourself out there in an extroverted type of way. Right. Because that means if you're going to do something like go to Lemur Park, go to the Beverly Hills Hotel or whatever you're talking about, you have to be able to talk to people and show, mm -hmm. give that energy, put it out there to get that energy back. Because if you just go there, sit in a corner, you might as well just be back on the dating apps again. So, um, and the matchmaker, another thing on what you're saying because we've had a few on the show and i'm a firm believer of matchmakers i feel like you're right they do have a list of what they want but one thing about matchmakers that i love is the fact that they take you outside of that and to give you something new because they the good ones listen to what you think you might want but they know they're looking at your personality mm -hmm. on, on what you what you look like on paper and they actually say hey try this person this is not your normal what you're looking right. for that's what i like about the matchmaker as well so i feel like the guy or, or, or this guy if you're going out if you're going to go out to the bars you better be open to be talking to people and make your presence known. Uh, mingle around as much as you can. Just don't be a bump on the log. So. Yeah, and but I like what Parker said about um, creating um, a list. Sometimes when we do that, we're mm -hmm. blocking our blessings. Yeah. So we need to be open to right. like exploring and trying new things and not so closed off. And yeah. like, hey, this is what I'm going to... Right. You guys, I think we should host a blind dating experience. I'm Every that. person that comes has to be open-minded, right? They have, like, no, they're not into girls, guys, or just like, I think we should do like a blind dating experience. I love that. Um, speed dating experience. Let's let's do one. Let's host and one. And put like a screen in between each person. Yeah. Like a screen. And then we send them on dates. Well, no, no screen. There's no screen needed. They just put on blindfolds. Oh, blindfolds? Yeah. 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 Okay, good, good. Okay. And then they come back and talk about the experience. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And or That's each person one. does a confessional. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, you the know, and then we yeah. can record it for the, for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, I think we should do something like that. Okay. And really open people's eyes and, you know, possibilities to like dating someone that they probably would never date. Yep, mm -hmm. that's the thing right there. That's, yeah. that's the one right I there. I feel like this is geared towards me. Yeah. <laughs> no, just kidding. No, just say everyone. Just say everyone. Yeah. You know, even guys got like men. Traditional men are very, very visual, mm -hmm. right? So I think like a traditional guy, like a very like hetero, like super like, you know, macho guy and toxic masculinity is going to be very, very much like about looks right first always and then after that it's like okay you know then they can get more into it um but i think you know there's something for everyone to learn from that experience which is like you know obviously they have a show similar to that but i think doing it in a speed dating experience where it's like it gives you 10 15 minutes because i read somewhere years ago and i don't know if this is still like a fact but it was like you will know within the first 15 minutes of meeting someone if you can spend the rest of your life with them mm. if you can see yourself spending the rest of your right. life with them so I think that would be something fun to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's very true for me. See, and this is I feel again, like that mm -hmm. uh, that rings true for me too. Yeah. But that came with a little more maturity on my end. Right. So I couldn't. 
I, I don't know think if you I can could be or not. there in my twenties. Oh, okay, right. Because you said you have that. You, you're better off with the friend zone first, and that it takes time to do that, though. I just think that it takes me a little bit longer. Sounds a little personal, Chris. Did you get friend zoned by Jamie? Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. No, remember she just. said. We were this. actually always just great yeah. friends. Right, but like, remember what, there, you, I'm going off what you guys just said. It's like when like people, that. some people need the. You, she said the friend zone is the best zone. Be then you realize that's the person you might want to be with. Right. Me on the opposite hand, I like I, that. 15 minutes, I can go. Yeah, I, I can't see myself with her. Or and the ones that I pursue, getting back to that, I know within that time, going, this is someone I want to pursue. I can go the distance, right. you know. So I can weed it out pretty quickly that way because it's an energy and it's like, and I can I can feel it right away. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a very good point. So good observation. Yeah. But I love oh. you, girl. You're my friend zone, but I love you to death, though. <laughs> you never hit on me when we first no, met. No, she was even saying, like, doing our, doing yeah. our photo well, shoot. But now, yeah. You, no, no. You, like, like, yeah, when we just when we first met, right. like, he was never, like, inappropriate, weird, hit on me. And I even invited him out mm -hmm. to a club. Just us together, yeah. Like, because we met in Texas, and then um, I don't know if you flew with me or we crossed No, we were, at the next, a, we were at the next stop together. Um, right. In Atlanta, I was hosting a, a club opening, and I was like, oh, you want to come? And he was yeah. like yeah and don't get me wrong she's freaking hot as shit but yeah. my but my thing was like Babe. like i always do i said you know what like why go for something without reading the room first you know right. like read the room take your time there's no hurry it's going to be there if it works out it works out but i read the room very well and i also know respect comes first from my end i will always be respectful of who i'm with and then if the, if there's a sign i can see it that's when i jump in like a wolf oh like a <laughs> wolf well i'm gonna take over one i want to ask a question to you jamie yeah so i know you probably because i have a lot of friends that are like gorgeous like yourself would you date a guy that does not make good money Yes, I have. She, yep, she, you laugh. She <laughs> she's has. like, no, she's like, yeah, I have. But <laughs> which I, have, which I'm, I'm being honest. Yeah. I'm so over that right now yeah. because the last two long-term relationships and, and one of them, he is, he will at some point out earn me, but I don't date on potential. So right. I feel like you're either in my space or higher so I can grow or at this point in time, it's I just, a no. Yeah, I understand that, but yeah. I think I think. But I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie, I'm have such a big heart and I'm such a lover that if mm -hmm. I connected with someone, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because I'm yeah. pretty sure a lot of guys think like, oh, I can't never approach her, I can't afford her. But those are the ones like, who are losing. She's just like, yeah. she, like I, you know, just like your look, you're gorgeous. They probably expect you have all these like, you know, ballers coming mm -hmm. after you. You know what I mean? They're right. like, I'm oh, I can never. Not attracted to that. But, but they're probably yeah. like, oh, I can't compete. So they're probably just thinking that before even like approaching you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But remember, they always say like, there's a set saying that the ones who actually are bold enough to approach are the ones that so are actually it. there. She open to that you know yeah. they, and we never know because you're right we're so like either the machismo is going oh i'm just gonna go and do my thing and then the guys in back i could never be with a girl like that but it's like dude if you but the ones who step up to her the are last the ones guy i dated he his confidence was like over the top mm -hmm. yeah and i was mm -hmm. like where is this guy yeah. coming from yep that's I those are the ones yeah i couldn't yeah even when there were a few things i kind of did as shockers like half dressed <laughs> and he didn't phase them and yeah. I loved it. Yeah, it made me just want to like. The yin and the yang. Yeah, you, yeah the mixture, yeah. You have All to right. have a balance. Yeah. All right, Parker. Well, we're going to stop this episode, but we want you to plug whatever you have to plug. What do you have going on right now? So um, right now, right now we have Truth Black. Yep. Truth Black, and that's C-R-U-T-H-B-L-A-C-K.com. That's where you'll get most of my lifestyle brand, where we have fragrances, handbags, and hats, clothing, and um, we have Lack of Heads, which is all headwear. Love that. And that's Lack, mm -hmm. L-A-C-K, of 
heads.com. <laughs> and yeah, and then I'm in the process of launching a third brand right now, which is Parker Bel Air. Oh, nice. So I'm excited about that. You guys are getting exclusive. Um, and so I'm really excited about launching that. Um, never in a million years would I have thought that, you know, this is what I'd be doing. Um, you know, but I guess it all, it was the progressive, like, you know, this is what was going to happen at the end of it. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I'm really excited about it and yeah, check out www.parkerxl.com where we do giveaways. Um, if you opt into our form and we also have like lots of tips and tricks for lifestyle hacks. Nice. And Jamie, what's going on with you? Uh, Shout out to Imperium Roots. Thank you guys so much for our gummies and rapid relief gel. So, um, yeah, shout out to those guys. Thank you guys. All right. All right. And anything for me, uh, check me out on social media at FetchSport or anything at Dating Intelligence. And uh, this is another great episode. Parker, thank you so much for coming on the show today, man. Thank you, you for having me. I like it when a guest interviews us while we're interviewing them. Those are the best guests. I know. I'm like, wait a minute. You know? Those are the best guests. All right, guys. That's another episode today. Thanks for joining us. And we are out. See you soon.